When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi everyone, it's Lee Salisbury here. Welcome to a festive edition of the Behind the Scenes TV podcast, where I delve and speak to the stars of some of the nation's biggest shows, EastEnders, Coronation Street, Emmerdale and Hollyoaks, plus Neighbours and Home and Away. Today, I speak to someone who's always in our house at Christmas. That's if you love Love Actually, and who doesn't love Love Actually? Martine McCutcheon, of course, famous for EastEnders, but so sure was Richard Curtis that he wanted Martine for the role of the love interest of the Prime Minister that he had the character's name as Martine in early drafts of the script. He explained on the DVD, you can watch that, the name was changed to Natalie before Martine's audition, so she wouldn't get cocky. Well, she's in fact very lovely. Enjoy. Hope you have a Bailey's in hand right now. Anything else you're doing, stop, because I have the most special guest for our Christmas special. In every area of her career, she is basically iced with a cherry on the top. She became one of the most renowned characters ever in EastEnders, my favourite character ever, Tiffany, winning a National Television Award. She won a Laurence Olivier Award for her West End debut in My Fair Lady, scored a number one single, a number two album, and is in one of the world's favourite Christmas movies, which us Brits just love to watch at this time of year, with 16% of the nation naming Love Actually as the best Christmas film of all time, beating Elf and a wonderful life. This is my perfect moment. Boom, boom. As I welcome the incredible Martine McCutcheon to the show. Hi, Martine. Oh, just introduction. Can I have you on wheels, please? <laughs> how are you? And how are you? Are you are you preparing for Christmas? Are you ready for Christmas? Yeah, I'm really, really well. I am starting to be able to prepare a little bit now. It's like my busiest time of year, as you can imagine. Yeah. Uh, they start to sort of show love, actually, kind of like end of September, believe it or not. Um, and then everything you just people go, Oh, Martine, we'll use Martine. And be it for acting, singing, branding, presenting, whatever it may be, that's when things go nuts. So, um, yeah, that's when uh, the mother in law gets called, babysitter gets booked, and, it's all <laughs> yeah. and we're trying to juggle everything. But yes, we're getting the Christmas tree today. Christmas tree is going to go up. My little seven year old is really excited. Um, and yeah, we're, we're, we're in the, we're in the mood now. December 1st. Ours, ours went up actually kind of, I have to admit, mid, mid November. We love the tree up so much in the lounge that we have to have it up early because otherwise it goes too quickly. I think. I, I think you're right. I think there's a lot of work that goes into it. And I think if I'd have had time before now, I would definitely have done it sooner. Um, and I think that after the pandemic and stuff like that, people just couldn't wait to embrace <laughs> something that was like, you know, a celebration and fun and good. And so, yeah, people are starting to start earlier and earlier. And um, I'm, I'm kind of all for it, really. 
And that's why you're here to help spread the Christmas joy. We're going to talk all about this research that's been done by One for All gift cards, which is actually amazing. But we have to talk about Love Actually first. I mean, obviously it had a huge cast anyway. You must have known you were in something momentous. But did you ever know it would be so kind of momentous? No, no, none of us did. We all knew that it was Richards. He obviously had huge hits with his writing, but it was it was his directing debut, and he was a bit nervous about that. Um, he and Hugh had been friends for a long time, but they were really supportive of each other, and they just didn't know, you know, how it was going to go. We just wanted it to be successful, and it was done at a time that, you know, after the nineties, which was kind of, you know, a real grunge and kind of dark. You think of the Train Spotting and yeah. Uh, Nirvana music, you know, it it wasn't a fashionable subject, um, and uh, yeah, I think people kind of looked at it as something a bit syrupy. When in actual fact, the message that has stood the test of time twenty years later, with all the things that have gone on in the world at the time, which was the twin towers, obviously since then um, the pandemic, is that it is so important that you know different kinds of love unite us, bring us together, That's and so that true, you know, yeah you know overall um that's what really truly matters in all its different guises it's so scary when you said it's 20 years ago oh my god i know i, I know we've recently done a uh a show with the most amazing uh woman diane sawyer in america talking about um the 20 years and the fact that it's kind of snowballed and become this sort of phenomenon of a film you know that none of us none of us ever imagined and how amazing for you to be part of something you know like i we i love my family white christmas at christmas uh and it's going to join that legacy isn't it it's like even when you're when you're older cut it up it's going to be that you're going to have new generations that will still love this film it's brilliant to have something like that do you know what? It, it's such a beautiful thing, like to be part of your legacy to leave behind and, and Rafferty to be able to say, you know, that was my mum or maybe yeah. so, if he has kids, you know, well, that, that, that's your grandma or your great grandma or whatever. You know, it's such a wonderful thing to be part of. And I, I love the message of it. Yeah, the message is great. And we all need to be spreading love. Have you got a favourite scene? I mean, my favourite scene, I have to say, I mean, I love all of your stuff, is uh, the Kira and Andrew scene with the cards, which is infamous as well, even though actually what he was doing was quite terrible. <laughs> but, uh, but, again, but again, you know, love can be messy. Yeah, it can. It, it's, you're you right. It's truthful that. Yeah. The wrong person. It can be complicated. And uh, and it's not always PC. And um, And I think that... You know, uh, yeah, I, I think people identify. That's life. It's life. It reflects it's life, pain, doesn't it? That, un- that unrequited love that, we, you know, I think a lot of us have had. It does. Um, and that scene with Emma Thompson on her own where she oh. says nothing with that song. I mean, that that goes as one of the best acting scenes. I think that's a lesson in acting that should be shown everywhere. What uh, incredible, I mean, isn't it? For me, she is the masterclass in, in acting. She, you know, the when she straightens the bedspread. Oh, she just doesn't know what else to do with herself and she just needs a bedspread as she's crying and you, you and we've probably all been there as well we probably yeah, all had those moments yeah she just naturally just 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 did what she did and Richard filmed and she's just you know no well, you're all absolutely brilliant in it and as we said you're here to spe- spread Christmas joy and uh by now lots of people might have their family with them possibly 
Um, but this research on one one fraud gift cards revealed some brilliant facts. What we fall out about the most, 21% finding and buying presents, 15% who hosts Christmas. That's quite shocking to me, actually, because we never really argue that. I mean, I'd love people to fight to host Christmas instead of me. And 10% when to put up the tree. I mean, finding and buying presents is always a nightmare, isn't it? Yeah, it is. I mean, let's face it. A lot of people just buy you gifts that... They've rushed and got because they've been so busy and they've been <laughs> yeah. in it. Um, or they've not been very thoughtful or they just buy you what they would like rather than what you would like. And what I love about the one for all gift card is that, you know, you know, for sure at a time, let's face it, Christmas is expensive and uh, it's an expensive time of year and people don't want to waste money and you know I think you can put anything on there from 15 pounds up to 150 pounds or whatever whatever you want and if you get a few of those cards from different people again I mean you could really treat yourself yeah it's it's, um it's something that I think is nice it's something I'm going to do for my sister because she's really stylish but we have a really different sense of style right Yeah. yeah Um, and, um, and she's gorgeous, but I kind of want her to definitely love what she gets. So we're going to go out Christmas Eve and do a zhuzhi bit of shopping with her gift card and she can buy what she likes. Oh yeah. See, that's what I like. I think people should, it's so, we're so hard to buy for. I know people that are hard to buy for. I think gift cards, and what I like about gift cards as well is also mid year sometimes you find the gift card that you've got to spend and you can have a treat in like March. Exactly. It's a guilt free (laughs) treat. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah, it's not come out of your pot, you know. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to do that for her. And I'm also going to do that for my stepdad because my stepdad, like, I buy him like, a beautiful jumper. And he's one of those guys that he goes, oh, God, it's too gorgeous. I can't wear it. Can't wear it. I'll save it for my best. I'll, I'll save, save it for it. best. I'll save it for best. And then best never happens. <laughs> best like, never happens. When does best so happen what now? Are you, what are you waiting for? for <laughs> no, get you it on. Of getting that jumper on. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. So I'm going to get him one as well. Um, and, yeah, I think, like you say, Christmas can be tricky enough. And, you know, we, we were last laughing me and my sister because she's you know coming to Christmas as she always does and I know my stepdad's gonna go oh you know single again you know on your own again <laughs> she's gonna look at me like with daggers going I'm gonna kill him I'm gonna kill him yeah this is um, what Christmas is all about yeah just those little those little remarks um but I kind of played agony aunt for one for all for a video that I did for them and I just said look ultimately it's about being grateful for your loved ones, being grateful that you've got another day, being grateful that you can come together. Let let all that silliness go. Go, and yeah. No Christmas. It's like a wedding. Nothing's ever going to go perfectly. You're always going to forget that jar of condiments or that present. It, it's about how you make people feel. Yeah, and totally. When you're hosting Christmas, you just want people to feel loved and to have fun and um, and make them feel special. And so that, for me, is what it's ultimately all about. About. I always forget the pigs in blankets. I always leave them in the oven. Always the best part. And I always forget it. They're always left burn. I know. Oh, uh, I kind of like them crispy. I know. Oh, so do I. Yeah. Let's get let's get some music on though. We are gonna have your number one single. Oh, I love this. So will you introduce uh Perfect Moment to the nation, please? Oh, I'd love to. Um, this is my first ever single that I released in the UK. It went to number one, and I'm so proud of it. It's the most beautiful ballad. It's called Perfect Moment. This is my moment. This is my perfect moment with you. 
That was the brilliant single Perfect Moment by my extra special guest today, Martine McCutcheon. Martine, how how did that song come about? You'd obviously just left EastEnders. You've obviously got an amazing voice. Um, was it quite, was it, was it as soon as you left, did you decide to kind of embark on this music career for a while? I, I had to kind of think quite strategically because um, I've been at EastEnders for four years. And uh, when the producers decided to write the character out, in the most sort of sensational way, I thought, oh, my God, like, there's nothing I'm going to do right now. The show was so huge at the time. It had about 22 million views. Yeah, yeah. And we didn't have all the channels that we have now. Oh, your and, exit drew 22 million, apparently, yeah. Yeah, and 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 I, I just thought, what on earth is going to compete with that? And I, you know, had trained to dance first and then sing and then act. It was that way around. Um, it just so happened that I became known with the acting. I didn't ever really want to do a soap. I went to do theatre and film, but I was absolutely broke. Um, and when I got offered the role, it was only supposed to be for a maximum of 17 episodes. And then the press and the public just seemed to fall in love with Tiffany. And I thought, I just don't know what I'm going to be able to do to compete with that. So I thought, right, just do, do do something different, do music. And in that time, I'd been asked to sing on Children in Need, um and uh quite a few record companies had noticed that I could sing um and I did uh, I was asked to sing with the Royal Philharmonic at um the Royal Albert Hall just a little gig and, <laughs> yeah just just a little gig that I could yeah. not believe it asked me to do I was like uh yeah I'd love to do that um, and I invited record companies along and thought, you know, I bet I won't get offered anything because it's, you know, soap star doing music is just not going to, I just don't know if it's going to happen. Um, and they offered me, I got a, a few deals offered and I went with Virgin Records at the time. We signed a five album deal and I recorded all of Perfect Moment and the album pretty much in New York wow. um, and lived there for a few months. Um, and it was just the most uh, amazing experience, magical experience. I find New York such an inspiring city anyway. Yeah. And it was kind of nice to be there with with a whole fresh identity as an artist, as a recording artist, um, with none of that kind of like pre- Tiffany yeah, stuff. Yeah, it kind of it kind of was a departure, wasn't it? Which is what you need after a soap, especially at that time, because Tiff yeah, you left in producer, a blaze of Yeah, the producer that I was working with, he like he didn't really know anything about the show. So he was just really wanting me to be the best I could be as a as a recording artist. And he'd worked with Celine Dion and Luther Vandross and you know, all these amazing people. So um it was it was just really refreshing and I felt like you know, I, I I actually had maybe had a chance of it being a success. And um, I, I, you know, I had no idea how it was going to go, but I, I knew that I'd luckily given myself the best possible chance. Well, and it did, and it did amazingly. And just quickly yeah. talking about EastEnders, all I remember from directing, so it was Christmas, we'll go, get back to Christmas, is that you do Christmas in like September and yeah. <laughs> kind of by Christmas, I'm glad I don't do soap anymore because by Christmas you're like, oh, it's Christmas again. Kind of ruined it slightly for you, didn't it? I know, I know, I know it does. And um, and you, you you sort of film all things out of sync and, you know, there's yeah. no 
No, like continuity. You have to eat a horrible Christmas dinner that's all cold and from like microwave. I know, and then the next thing you're filming the following week where you've made up and you don't. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't have a black eye from Grant anymore. They've got. I sometimes, I sometimes wish life was like that, so it wasn't quite uh, ABC. But um, some more Christmas from one for all uh, gift cards. Some more facts here. Just one more that uh, the gifts that we basically don't like. 53% 53% of bath and shower gift sets. So don't go in boots, everyone, and buy that box set as you walk in. People I don't know, want it. 39% food and drink items. People don't want 17% socks. I've changed my mind on socks as I've got older. I love getting socks now. Hated it when I was young. Never buy them yeah. myself. Love getting socks as you're older, I think. You could. You could get a wonderful gift card and put it in a novelty sock. Egg, oh, even better. <laughs> <laughs> and you can get some brilliant novelty socks now right you'll be back for two more minutes in a minute let's get this on another tune by you this is especially for christmas this is from your covers album this is white christmas by martine mccutcheon The incredible Martine McCutcheon there with White Christmas. Martine McCutcheon is back with you. Before you go, how do you keep the peace at Christmas, Martine? You are here to talk about keeping the peace, spreading the joy. What's your tip for everyone? My tip for everybody is just just let it go. It's not for long. It's only a day or two. Um, and, you know, it's I think that, you know, life is short. And I think that ultimately you've got to just really cherish being with your loved ones. And the good thing is, is that despite all the dramas, two thirds, like 62 percent of Brits say that, you know, all the pressures that build up to Christmas are worth it in the end. And nearly half, like 48 percent confess it is their most cherished time of year with their family, actually. So, it is it is something that I think it's just all about having a laugh, having fun and making memories. That exactly. Is and snuggling up and watching Love Actually. And I'm going to end with a little, you've got the choice of two things here. A little Christmas quiz for you. Roast potatoes or Yorkshire pudding? Yorkshire pudding. All the way. Custard or cream? Custard. Christmas pudding or Christmas crackers? Christmas crackers. Yes. Stuffing or gravy? Oh, stuffing. Oh, yes. Oh, we're meant to get on. E- oh, this is a tough one. Well, is it EastEnders or Love Actually? Love Actually. Yeah. And Father Christmas or Snow White? Oh, Father Christmas. <laughs> yeah, of course. And real. This was a Christmas cracker question I got about EastEnders. I don't know whether you know the answer. Uh, it's multiple choice. What did Dot Cotton wear at Christmas for the 28 years in a row? The same dress, the same knickers, or the same necklace? Oh, same necklace. No, it was the same dress. Close. I'm glad it wasn't the same knickers. And uh, uh, and obviously thinking of Jean Brown and Barbara Windsor this year, legends of EastEnders that have gone. But it's been amazing to have you on, Martine. Thank you so much. Thank and you. It's been a pleasure. Go and get your gift card, everyone, and stuff it in a sock before. So that it also saves Christmas shopping then. You don't need to hit all the, you know, you don't need to hit the nightmare of the shops. No, and you can personalize them as well. If you go online, you can personalize them and they get it's better and better. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, it can look really gorgeous. 
And have you got a Christmas song that we can play for you? Or it doesn't have to be a Christmas song, a song, your choice of song. Uh, I would love for you to play Jingle Bells by Michael Bublé. Oh, what a tune. All right. Well, happy Christmas, uh, Martine. Thank you. You too. Merry Christmas, darling. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride in a one-horse open sleigh. Thank you to Martine for being my special guest on this festive edition of Soap from the Box. Remember, there are over 70 episodes to download right now with your favourite cast members of your favourite shows, EastEnders, Coronation Street, Emmerdale, Hollyoaks, Neighbours and Home and Away. Next week will be the final show of this series before we're back at the end of January with some very exciting news. Danny Minogue is here for a Christmas special next week. Don't miss that. Have a great one.